Section 4 of A Taste of New Mexico Kitchens. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Jen Broda. A Taste of New Mexico Kitchens by Anonymous. Chili. Preparing Fresh Chili. Select plump, fresh New Mexico-grown chili pods, either green or red. The variety of the chili will determine how hot it is. See Chili, New Mexico's Fiery Soul, and the Nakayama Scale in the Best from New Mexico Kitchens. New Mexico No. 6 and Anaheim are two of the mildest varieties, and New Mex Big Jim rates number 3 on a scale of 10. The sizzling jalapeno is only number 7. Slit pods lengthwise and remove seeds and veins, which make chilies far too hot for most palates. Place pods on a foil-lined cookie sheet under broiler, or place pods on an outdoor grill. Roast pods, turning frequently so they don't burn. When chili skins are blistered and loose, remove from fire, tongs would be handy for this, and cover with damp towels until cool. Peel skins from stem downward. Chilies are then ready to use or freeze for the future. If you want to save your own skin from being blistered by the chilies, you had better wear thin rubber gloves while you work. Green chili sauce. One-fourth cup salad or olive oil. One clove garlic, minced. One-half cup minced onion, optional. One tablespoon flour. One cup water. One cup chopped green chili. Salt to taste. Sauté garlic and onion in oil in heavy saucepan. Blend in flour with wooden spoon. Add water and green chili and mix well. Add salt. Bring to a boil and simmer, stirring frequently, for five minutes. The Owl Bar's Green Chili The Owl Bar and Café in San Antonio, south of Socorro, has become world-renowned, literally, for its huge, juicy hamburgers. It has been featured in New Mexico Magazine, TWA's Ambassador Magazine, and The Washington Post. But the cafe is also known for its atmosphere and its green chili. The secret, says Rowena Baca, the owner, is in the simmering. Three and a half pounds hot green chili. One and a half pounds hamburger meat. Three cloves garlic, minced. Two quarts water salt to taste. Roast, peel, and dice green chili. In a heavy skillet, brown the meat and drain excess fat. In large heavy saucepan, cover chili and garlic with water and bring to boiling point. Mix in the meat and simmer, tightly covered, for at least three hours. Add salt to taste. Green chili stew. Rosella Frederick of Cochiti is known for her good cooking. One of her specialties is her green chili stew. For feast days, she usually makes enormous pots of stew outside over an open fire in order not to heat up her spotless kitchen. She has cut down her recipe to family size for us. Two pounds lean chuck, lard or cooking oil, one half medium onion, chopped, four medium potatoes, optional, four medium zucchini, optional. 12 large green chilies, 
roasted, peeled, and cut in pieces, or one seven-ounce container frozen chopped green chili, or two four-ounce cans chopped green chili, one teaspoon garlic salt, one teaspoon salt, six to seven cups water. Cut the meat up into very small pieces, about two-inch cubes, and brown in a little oil in a large, deep, heavy pan. Add the onions. Peel and dice the potatoes and brown them with the meat. Rosella does not flour the meat because it makes the stew too thick for her family's taste. When the meat and onion and potatoes, if used, have been browned, drain off any excess fat. Add the zucchini, if used, the chilies, garlic salt, salt, and water. Bring to a boil and simmer for at least a half hour. Ladle into bowls and serve with homemade bread. The stew should be eaten with a spoon, like a hearty soup. Serves six. Red chili sauce one. This is Mark Knoll's traditional recipe, made from whole, dry red chili pods, the kind that hang on every doorside ristra in New Mexico, or are bought in big plastic bags at supermarkets and roadside stands. Wash and remove seeds, stems, and white veins. The more seeds and veins you leave in, the hotter the sauce will be. Place pods in a large kettle and cover with boiling water. Cook the pods until they become plump and tender. Remove pods and run them through your blender or processor. In the old days, they used a food mill or fruit press. Strain the mixture to remove pieces of skin and stray seeds. Add some of the water you use to cook the pods in order to get the consistency of tomato paste. To this, add three tablespoons fat, several cloves of minced garlic, one teaspoon dried oregano, and one teaspoon salt. Bring sauce to a boil, reduce heat, and simmer for about 45 minutes. This is your basic red chili sauce and the smoothest you can make. To this, you can add pinto beans, meat, onions, or tomatoes to construct your favorite New Mexico recipes, or use as is to go over burritos or enchilada plates. Red chili sauce 2 3 tablespoons olive oil or lard 1 clove garlic, minced 1 half cup New Mexico chili powder 2 tablespoons flour 2 cups water Salt to taste Sauté the garlic in oil. Blend in flour and chili powder quickly with a wooden spoon. Be careful not to burn the chili. Blend in water and cook to desired consistency, adding more water as desired. If you have stock instead of water, so much the better. Add salt to taste. Salsa Two tomatoes medium size, one Bermuda onion medium size, one clove garlic, one half teaspoon salt, two or more green chilies. Use fresh chilies, roasted, peeled, and seeded, or frozen or canned chilies. Chop the chilies, tomatoes, and onion very fine. Don't lose the juice of the tomatoes. Mash the garlic with the salt. Mix well. Add more chilies to suit your taste. Allow flavors to blend at least an hour before using. Store in refrigerator or freezer. Use on tacos, eggs, or hamburgers, or as a dip for tostados. Makes about one pint. 
Pueblo Red Chili Stew This recipe comes from Santa Clara Pueblo from the Joseph Lone Wolf family. 10 pounds stew beef, 2 gallons water, 2 tablespoons salt, 5 pounds potatoes, 2 cups red chili powder, 1 half cup blue cornmeal. Cut meat into 1-inch cubes. Cover with water and bring to a boil in a large kettle. Reduce heat to simmer and cook, covered, for about four hours. Meanwhile, peel and cube potatoes. Add potatoes and salt and cook for one and one-half hours. Measure red chili powder and cornmeal into bowl with enough cold water to make a paste. Stir slowly into stew. Mix in well to thicken broth. Simmer for a half hour, then keep warm. Teresa Lone Wolf figures on serving about 75 people on a feast day, but of course, not everyone eats a lot of any one dish. If this were the main dish at a picnic or supper, it might serve 25 to 35 persons. Green Chili Souffle This happy marriage of green chili to a souffle was engineered by Edna Turner of Santa Fe. Five egg whites, two tablespoons grated Parmesan cheese, three tablespoons butter, three tablespoons flour, one cup hot milk, one half teaspoon salt, one fourth teaspoon dry mustard, dash cayenne, one fourth teaspoon Worcestershire sauce, four egg yolks, pinch salt, one cup shredded sharp cheddar cheese, one fourth to one half cup chopped green chili. Place egg whites in a four-quart bowl and let stand at room temperature one hour. Heat oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. Butter one and one-half quart souffle dish generously. Sprinkle bottom and sides evenly with Parmesan cheese. Melt three tablespoons butter over low heat in heavy saucepan. Add flour and stir with wire whisk. Cook over low heat, stirring constantly until mixture foams and bubbles. Remove from heat, add milk, and beat until smooth. Beat in salt, mustard, cayenne, and Worcestershire. Return to heat and cook one minute, stirring constantly until mixture is quite thick. Remove from heat and add egg yolks one at a time, beating well after each addition. Pour this mixture into a large bowl. Beat egg whites with a pinch of salt until stiff peaks form. Add one large spoonful to the egg yolk mixture and blend. Add all but one tablespoon of the cheese and the chopped chilies, frozen fresh or canned, to the egg yolk mixture and blend well. Spoon remaining egg whites on top and fold in with a rubber spatula. Pour into souffle dish and smooth with spatula. Sprinkle remaining cheese on top. Run a silver knife in a circle about one inch from the edge of dish, this will enable the crown, or hat, to form when done. Place in center of oven and reduce to 375 degrees Fahrenheit. Bake 34 to 40 minutes or until knife inserted in the side comes out clean. Serve immediately. End of section 4